Hi, my name is Nathaniel. I'm the author of several disappointing short stories and the host of your show today. As far back as I can remember, I've had really complex feelings towards movies, TV, games, and books, pretty much anything fictional. I wanted to understand it, and I saw it as a lens to better understand myself and to better understand others. That's a sentiment that isn't really shared by a lot of my real-life friends and family, so I've decided to take it to the internet, where everyone's weird. Please enjoy, and welcome to Therapy Review. I, I wrote cue uh, Jurassic Park music in the notes here, but I'm not going to do that because I don't want to get sued by Universal. Um, so instead, I'm going to leave this part in, and it's going to be awkward. Anyway, welcome to Therapy Review. So, tonight I watched a film that I've been waiting for since I was a kid. Before I ever knew what nostalgia was, or why I'd want to watch an aging Harrison Ford relive his glory days, I knew that I wanted this movie. But more than all of that, I think I needed this movie. And I wanted it before I ever knew why I needed it. The movie is about Indiana Jones being dragged out of retirement to track down a relic from his past. There's no spoilers here, of course. I think it's too good to spoil, and I'd be doing the movie a great disservice to disclose its twists and turns in an amateur film review. Instead, I'd like to talk about what the film did for me personally, and why I think it's so important. The movie opens with a flashback of Indiana being captured and subsequently escaping a group of Nazis. During the scuffle, a bomb goes off beneath the floor they're standing on, and Indy finds himself tied by the neck to collapsing rubble. In that moment, I was reminded of why Indy was so special to me as a kid. When I was young, I looked up to a lot of things. Spider-Man and his infallible integrity, Superman and his impossible strength, Batman's intelligence, but there was always an awareness to those idolizations. A knowledge that those goals were unachievable. I knew, even back then, that I couldn't be those people. I couldn't swing from rooftops across the New York City skyline, bullets would not bounce off of my chest, and try as I might, I would never outsmart the Joker. But there was one guy I could grow into, if I really wanted to. He was smart and strong, and he punched Nazis' lights out, which was definitely a plus. Of course, I'm talking about Indiana Jones. Now that guy felt real. And as a kid, that's what I wanted. As an adult, I know that I will not locate the Ark of the Covenant, nor will I outrun a giant stone ball in an ancient temple. But unlike Superman, and very much like Indiana Jones, I do make mistakes. I do fall down, and things don't always work out for me. Sometimes I find myself tied to a metaphorical collapsing building, Sometimes I whip myself in the metaphorical or quite literal face, but I always get back up. I keep learning, I change course, and I keep trying. If I had Nazis to punch, I'd sure be punching them. In a way, I feel like I did become Indiana Jones, and I think everybody did in that respect. That isn't the important thing, of course. I wouldn't write this review for something so cheesy. No, the highlight of the film for me was not the movie itself, but who I brought with me to see it. My sister sat on the left side of me, and quick note about my sister, she is my favorite person to watch movies with.
No matter what it is, she'll quickly become immersed, and with that immersion comes some of the most animated reactions you'll ever see. With every snap of Indy's whip, every gunshot, every line of dialogue, I could hear her gasping, laughing, and crying next to me. Something about how much she enjoys movies makes me enjoy them even more. It's almost like everyone else in the theater disappears for a moment, leaving only her and the film's characters. It reminds me of watching Indy as a kid, and it reminds me of home. One of my favorite memories as a kid is being left home alone with her. We'd watch The Last Crusade, or at least the parts of The Last Crusade that entertained my tiny little child brain, and afterwards she put together a scavenger hunt for me. She made a secret treasure, she got me a little hat, and she even made me an old treasure map. She had taken a regular sheet of notebook paper and burned the tips of the page to make it look older than it was. While she was doing so, she leaned down to me and said, Don't tell your mom that we're using the stove like this. Alright, I said. And don't you ever do this either. Alright, I agreed. Truth be told, I hadn't had any aspirations to do so until she'd mentioned it. I searched the house like it was an old temple flashlight in hand. The map was very clear, but that didn't deter me from checking every room. Suddenly, the house that I had grown up in was much more than that. It felt like hours, but looking back, I'm sure it was only a few minutes. My quest ended in the laundry room, where on top of the dryer, there was a tiny cardboard idol. I'm not sure what became of that idol or the map to find it, but that doesn't really matter. What mattered was the moment, and it was a moment that I got to relive again tonight. It was a moment that I got to feel again, which is not a gift that time is prone to giving. The film, at least for me, had one more gift to give though. You see, when you think of an Indiana Jones fan, you probably picture a middle-aged man wearing sandals and board shorts, which is a fair assumption. But when I think of the biggest Indiana Jones fan, I think of a middle-aged man wearing sandals and board shorts, the shorthand of which is my dad. I wish I could say I knew what his favorite movie was, but I'm not sure. We never really talked about it. If I had to guess, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. He and I had watched the film together for what seemed like every day when I was a kid. He'd even bought his own whip and learned how to crack it. He loved Indiana Jones, so I loved Indiana Jones. Unfortunately, my dad passed away nearly 10 years ago. It's a subject that I tend to avoid because I don't want to seem whiny or overdramatic. In fact, I'd avoided thinking about my dad altogether for the past few years. At least until tonight. While Indy fought Nazis, a thought crossed my mind. Dad would have loved this. And he would have. That thought made my eyes water though, so like everything else that makes my eyes water, I tucked it in the back of my mind and quickly forgot. As the film went on though, that sadness began to turn into a new feeling, something I wasn't familiar with, a sort of bittersweet nostalgia. Dad would have loved this. As the credits rolled, I patted myself on the back for keeping my composure. I try not to share intimate feelings with the general public, especially a theater full of strangers, but then I heard a sniffle beside me. 
Dad would have loved that, my sister said. In that moment, without meaning to, she validated something in me I'd been afraid to feel. Something I wasn't sure... Something I wasn't sure was okay to feel. Yes, I agreed. Dad would have loved that. My wife began doling out some of the tissues she carries with her, a practice necessary for the allergy-ridden summer in the Deep South. But then, she offered me one. I didn't understand, so I declined, until I reached up and felt a warm teardrop drip down my face. The bittersweet nostalgia was back again, and I hadn't even realized. It almost felt like Indiana Jones had given me just one last movie with my dad, and for that I'm more than grateful. So was the movie a solid 10 out of 10? No, it was a solid 6 for the average moviegoer. A nostalgia baiting cash grab from the folks at Disney at worst, and the third best indie film at best. But for me at least, it gave me back something I thought I'd lost a long time ago. It feels silly to say, but it reminded me of family and hope for tomorrow. It reminded me of playdates with my sister and rainy day blockbuster trips with my dad. It reminded me of coming home and it reminded me that nostalgia is not always such a bad thing. It left me changed for the better, and that alone was worth the price of admission. Hello there, future Nathaniel here. If you're receiving this message, that means that you listened to all of that and still chose to stay. Um, thanks. If you'd like to hear more from me, please follow Therapy Review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. And I will see you next time. Actually, I won't see you next time. And you won't see me next time. I'll talk at you next time. That still sounds weird. Uh, bye. I love you.